Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What makes for a great vacation? Depends on who you ask. Are you looking to get away or bring everyone together? Do you want to get outside and play or see a play at the plate? Fortunately, however you operate, I'm the destination you've been looking for. The name's Missouri, but you can call me Mo. And I have just one question. What's your MO? To find your MO, tap now. Or for information on safe travel, come see me at visitmo.com. Leeds United 2, Everton 2. Uh, look on the bright side, the Toffees go second. Been a couple of games in, but, you know, we'll take what we can. Um, I'm joined tonight by Matt Jones, Lyndon Lloyd and Dave Downey. Um, bit of a strange one, that, for me. It's like, before the game, probably would have taken a 2 all draw. Does it get pegged back like that? It's a bit frustrating. Matt, what were, you, what were your thoughts on it? Same, really, mate, yeah. I probably would have taken a draw beforehand, so from that point of view... Um... Pretty content with it. You know, the first 20 minutes was a bit terrifying for me today. Well, I thought it was going to be terrifying because I thought it'd be quite feral in there. And, you know, the, the way in which they play would have caused us a few issues. But I think we did okay without doing brilliantly. And and then, like you said, I think I think if we ultimately scored our two goals after we probably played some of our, our best footy and it looked like we were going to kick on, but, but unfortunately we didn't. But some bad moments, obviously. You know, Michael Keane, I'm sure we'll talk about him. He's had a, another, another shocker there, really, hasn't he, for that first goal. Yeah. Not really much you can do about the second one. Really good player, scored a, a really good goal. But, um, yeah, overall, I thought we, we were OK. I thought, I thought 20, 20, 25 minutes after our time is the most sensible spell of football I've seen Everton play for a while, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in an away game with fans in the stadium. So, some good signs. Um could have won it, didn't win it, but I'm sure their fans probably coming out the ground saying exactly the same. So one of those games where you take the point, you move on, and you you try and take the positives from it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Lyndon, just just thinking about that, like I think, well, me and Matt certainly thought the first 20 minutes it would be back to the wall, but it didn't really play out like that. It was sort of like the second 20 minutes of the first half, sort of leads came into it. Um, what did you think of Evans' first half performance overall? I mean, I thought I thought he managed the game pretty well. 
Yeah, I thought I, I didn't think it was too bad at all. <clears throat> I think I think we were all expecting to be under the cosh for those first 20 minutes. And obviously Leeds dominated possession, as you'd expect. I think at one point it was like 75% of the ball that they had. Uh, but we were managing it pretty well. And the thing that um, that impressed me was that we weren't sort of sitting back too much. And we everyone was, there were fears, you know, when Benitez came in that he was going to be really defensive. Um, and, I, and I haven't seen that so far. And I was really pleased that, you know, our complaint last season under Ancelotti was we're continually going backwards, but today we look to go forwards, and and we had you know that that really good um, that chance by Demar and Gray. I think it was about about just before we just before with the penalty, I think, um, where he put that cross in for Dom, which he just almost got to, and you know we we were creating our own things, and then obviously the penalty puts us ahead. So first half, um, fine. The the Mistake by Michael Keane, you know, if, if it was shades of last week. If we could have got to halftime, then maybe it's a different game. But I think it was a yeah, decent performance in the first half overall. Yeah, like Dave will come to you too. We'll get stuck into Michael Keane's mistake there. Um, it wasn't as glaring as last week uh, against Southampton. It was just dead basic. He'd stepped up too far, totally misread the, the, the flight of the ball. And it's two mistakes in two games that have cost us essentially, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, some some of it was really good. Some of it was better than I thought it'd be. But then the, the, there's other parts of it which I thought were were really amateur. Um, when, when you look at some of it later on, I think I think there's some serious issues with um, with Michael Keane at the moment. I think you know he, he's going through one of those spells where you know there's there's a lot of different parts of every time he plays that just aren't helping him whatsoever. And I don't know. I think you know. He's he was struggling a lot during that game, and he, he looked to me like he was the one that, that they sort of pushed on a little bit. I think mm. um, as as the game went on, um, do you know something that had taken a draw at the start of the game? I think it's a decent decent point to go away from. But then when we go ahead twice of the game, it's it's a bit disappointing that we didn't we didn't carry on. We didn't go in front twice, and we didn't keep it, and and we didn't escape with the the three points really. Um, some of the stuff was really nice. We played some really good stuff that I wasn't expecting us to do whatsoever. I think I think they, the way in which Leeds play, I think help you out a lot in in terms of how you 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 you, you, you know the the way you're carrying on in a game. Um, I think you're always going to have a chance in games and stuff like that. And by and large, I thought we did really well. And mm. um, we probably should have scored more than the two goals we had. Um, I, th- I think. Yeah, I'm. I'm disappointed that we didn't get the three points. I am. Um, although we didn't get beat, that that's a that is a bonus. And, and taking four points in those first two games is quite nice, given how we felt going into this game. But um, to go in front twice, yeah, a little bit disappointed that we didn't go away with the three points. Yeah, you, you kind of think if you go you, if you go ahead once and you get pegged back and it's a mistake, then you go ahead twice. You kind of think don't want to get pegged back now. Just just sort of see this game out, maybe push on for another one. And we did have other chances, but we'll come back to that in a bit. Um, did anyone see the penalty, by the way? Because my my stream froze three times as Calvert-Lewin was about to hit that ball, and I've still no idea what it was like. I haven't seen it. I've seen it, <laughs> I've seen it back since, and I can't believe the amount of fuss there was over what oh. I think was one of the most blatant penalties you could you could ever wish to see. Is, is there not a case uh, to say it was a red card as well? But I saw Mike put that on Twitter, didn't he? And I think it was um, Neil Abraham, obviously, I think we all follow on Twitter as mm-hmm. well, saying about the rules say if it's 
you know, denial of a clear goal scoring opportunity where the defender's not gone to play the ball, then it could be it should be a red card. And you know, yeah. he's, he's clearly not trying to play the ball there, is he? You know, he's got two hands on Dom and just dragged them back because he's ahead of him. So essentially got a bit of red card, yeah. But I just couldn't believe all the faffing over it. And like I, I, I was staggered he didn't give it on the field, like initially, as as the, the first decision yeah. and then all the cry outs from the Leeds players and you know, all the fans and stuff. So I mean, there's some there's some great photos, isn't there, from from that that have been doing the rounds of Dom, you know, showing his name off and all their fans losing the plot. I've seen a video of a fella behind the goal rubbing his stomach, trying to try and put <laughs> try and put Dom off, but he uh, but he slots it, doesn't he? But you know, good that he's on penalties, isn't he? Because as, as much as you know, I'm sure we'll talk about he should have scored a couple more today. Um, you know, he centre forwards played two games, not played that well, but he sat there two and two and two now, and that's. That's nice for him. I imagine to be sat there feeling like that. Yeah, that's that's a good point actually. Is because had he not been on that penalty, he would have been like he'd come out of that game thinking I should have scored there, and then that's the sort of thing that can get into a striker's head. Potentially, he's had two really good opportunities there. He's not scored. As it happens, he's scored a penalty, so he has got his name on the score sheet. Linda, what did you make of uh, DCL's performance there? I it was. I think it was pretty good on the whole, but I think. Um... That, that chance that would have made it 3-1, I think that's the one that's going to come back to haunt us. Because, um, you know, if we go 3-1 ahead, I think we can see the game out. It's just one of those instances where he's one-on-one with the goalkeeper. He needs an instinctive finish. Lift it over the keeper, you know. That's the thing that I was just saying. Why did you just lift it over the keeper? He often tends to go, um, you know, try and slide it through or under the keeper. And, and on this occasion, obviously, it's... Uh, it's um, no, it's the wrong decision. But I mean, on the whole, it was it was good. He didn't get much change out of the defenders. I think he was didn't win as many of the aerial battles as he normally does. Um, and yeah, apart from that one instance in the first half where Gray almost finds he didn't really have that many opportunities. Um, but uh, yeah, you don't, you don't you can't complain really about his performance. I think Gareth Southgate's probably looking at that penalty and putting his head in his hands, going, "Why didn't I put Dom on at the end of that time in the Euros?" Because I mean, he's got you know the penalties that he's taken. He's, I think he just scored them all, hasn't he? He's pretty um, pretty deadly from the spot. Even with that short run-up, I was like, oh, Christ, he's going to miss this. But no, it was a really good really good penalty. And uh, and I agree with Matt. I couldn't believe how long it took them to make that decision. I can't believe that the VAR didn't just tell him that it's Stonewall, that he had to eventually go to the monitor. Um, but yeah, yeah, good penalty. And um, yeah. It, it was it was strange, wasn't it, that he went to the monitor and the VAR... Oh, is, is that a thing this season? Can VAR just say, look, it's a penalty? Or is the rest? They're mostly trying to speed things up, aren't they? That's one of the things. That's, you know, that, that that felt like a moment where I don't know if it was just because it was Leeds and it, you know it was their fans are all human, you know, and they wanted to be absolutely sure of it or not. But yeah, you know, it just seemed absolutely blatant. But yeah, his, his run up was a bit weird. It sort of caught me by surprise a little bit. It was like, oh god, he's took it, and it's like <laughs> I didn't even didn't even realise. But you know, oh uh, yeah, he's. Um, I still don't think he's quite fully fit as well, isn't it? I think the manager's spoken yeah. this week about him still nursing that toe injury and just trying to get him through. And maybe that's why we're not seeing the, the all-action version of Dominic Carvert-Lewin. But, um, you know, he's two goals in two games. It's, you know, decent return, albeit he should have had a few more today. Yeah, it's what you want from your striker, isn't it? And, and ultimately, we did sort of ride out that first half without too much trouble, really. Again, it's a, feels a little bit like last week, whereby we sort of gave them the goal and we didn't really need to. And need that. And I, my stream was a bit up and down in the first half. I don't recall them doing that much to sort of get into us. Um, so moving on to the second half, Damari Gray, who's uh, he's had he's had a couple of good weeks at Everton. I think uh, Dave, what did you make of his goal? Did you think it had gone? Have you seen his yeah. goal? 
it was it was really interesting. You know, the, the, there were players in the game where, you know, I, I I thought some of them played really well when I didn't think they were going to play well for us, and there were players who I thought were going to be better, and they actually weren't. I mean, I I think we need to give a bit of a of um you know a decent recountment of of how well um what's his bloody name? Right. No, not great. It, it, but it Marcel, Marcel Brands. Marcel Brands. <laughs> He played, he went off towards the end of the game. He, he played really well, and I thought he was actually he, he needed a lot of um, a, a lot of positive from what he the said. Yeah, exactly. I thought so, so much of what we we played towards the end of the game I, I thought we did really well and it impressed me quite a lot to be honest I didn't think we'd be as good as we were um you know I, I think when uh, when players come on when when um what's his bloody name I'm, I'm forgetting about his name <laughs> I've lost the book someone else carry on someone else carry on I've got I've got my notes written hang on who are you talking about here I don't know anyway the game the game Alex a Wobi. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought he did right. really well and, and he he deserves he deserves, I think, you know, some, some some decent some decent stuff from us. I think he was decent for most of the game. Do you know do you know what worries me about this though? It feels like we're gonna go through another six months of the manager especially and possibly us going, you think he might turn out okay? Could he be all right? <laughs> yeah. Ultimately he probably won't be. But yeah. just He's got that sort of new manager bounce a little bit. Um, but that ball he played through to Calvert Lewin, by the way, that was a stunning ball. And as you uh, said before, and then he should have buried that. Um, but battered the Mari Gray, um, put us in front with a cracking finish. Matt, did you think the chance had gone? Yeah, mate, I did. Yeah, I think I think the defending the goal he did as well, which is sort of why it ended up in the back of the net. Um, and do you know what's nice? Like I, I wasn't too excited when we signed him, and you know I'm happy that he's he's absolutely proved me wrong so far. But what's good, and what we what we always do as fans is that when you know a club signs a player and they start the season well, we're always sat here on these shows after we've had a bad result. Going, oh, why don't we go and sign him? Yeah, I, I reckon there's, there's probably fans of so many teams around the country today who've had a a, a bit of a, a shit result who, who are going, oh, that looks like a great bit of business there. Yeah. Why? Why weren't we for Damari Gray? You know, there'd be there'd be Newcastle fans fuming, going, "Why didn't we go and sign him <laughs> after they've just been beat beat at Aston Villa?" You know, there'd be Crystal Palace fans and and um, you know, Norwich fans uh, who've, who've been who've been beaten today. And um, Dave obviously doesn't agree with me. He's just got off. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, he's um he's just he's just so bright, isn't he? Just just yeah. so bright. And I think what what I like about him, and obviously it's early days, and he. You know, he's clearly in a new club and he's getting a bit of a bounce from that. But even if he, he tries something and it, it doesn't come off, he'll he'll go again. You know, he's not scared of losing the ball or or making mistakes. And you know, I'm not really sure that's something that Benitez will be overly happy with sometimes. But he seems like a fearless character who's got a lot of belief in his own ability. I'm just glad he didn't absolutely destroy his knee with that knee slide because when I saw it, I thought, oh my, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, how Everton would that? I saw, I saw Ben Godfrey having a laugh about it on social media, wasn't he? Um, <laughs> But knee side aside, knee side aside. God, I can't say that quickly. Uh, knee side slide aside, he was brilliant. Yeah, um, looks looks like a really good pickup, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I just think maybe we need to cool our jets a little bit because the commentator sort of pissed on our chips a little bit. He said uh, he's been involved in three goals at Leverkusen, and all three goals were in the first three appearances. 
So we might just have one more game out of them. <laughs> but even so, one and a half million, Lyndon, you cannot argue with that, can you? No, you can't. And uh, you know, we were moaning last last season, or at least I was, about the fact that we just had no pace and no one willing to just run directly at a defender um, and not try and go through him like Richarlison does, but just go around him. And, and this, that's what the Mario Gray offers you. Um, and it's it's it, it's such an outlet. I mean, even even if he if he doesn't end up doing anything himself, it just causes mayhem and defenses and it open and it creates chances. And so, I mean, yeah, 1.5 million. You can't you can't argue with the signing like that. And um, it, I think he was saying this week that he felt that he was he didn't really wasn't able to do himself to do justice to himself at Leicester at the, at, for, over the last couple of seasons that he was there because he just wasn't in the team. Um, and you know, if he keeps playing the way he is, then he's going to get a run of games in hours, and um, hopefully that we'll get more out of him just the just the three games. It's yeah. nice for him to have that. I think it's nice for him to have that sort of moment, the away fans as well, isn't it? You know, the the, the goal that puts you ahead, and you can do the knee yeah. slide, well, the knee stumble in front of the team, like all it. and sort of everyone together. You know, and already he's, he's got people singing his name there. It's, you know, a very straightforward song, but it's a song and. Now he's had that moment with the fans. He scored a really important goal at a, at a big ground. He's got a song. He's you know played really well. Got a an ovation going off today. Um, you know it's 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 all it's all good so far. Um, and I think what I quite like about him as well is I think we've seen across the two games already that you know he obviously played through the middle didn't he for a bit against Southampton before being moved to the left and he played primarily off the the left again today, but. He's popping up all over the place, isn't he? You know, the times in that Southampton game where he's getting the ball in the middle, driving forward. He scampered away down the right-hand side today and put that cross in for, for Don, didn't he? Which Don was an inch away from getting away from and, and scoring. And then his goal today comes from the left where he, you know, you think, you sort of, in, in my head, when you think of Damari Gray, you think of a player who cuts inside and tries to whip shots and crosses him with his right foot. And the fact that he's gone on the outside and dug one out with his left foot is not really something to thought he had in his locker. So, yeah, really encouraging start from him. Yeah, I think I think the good thing as well is it you're looking if, if you are playing, it's not really a four, two, three, one, because you have two up front, but it's it's a very sort of fluid front three slash four, isn't it? In that sort of attacking area. If you've got players you can just interchange and swap, like him and Richardson swap, or you can swap out onto the right, the left, play down the middle. It's a nightmare for defenders. And you, you'll kind of see that's that's what we're putting leads on the back foot a bit today. I think that would that was the thing that impressed me most. It, as I said before, the game ebbed and flowed, which you don't necessarily think it's gone to. Against Leeds, you kind of expect a bit of an onslaught for the best part of 90 minutes. Now, the the possession stats were 70-30 Leeds, but all the other stats were pretty much in our favour. And I think to go away to that game, you, you can't sort of underplay the importance of the fact that it was their first Premier League game in 20 years or something with fans in. Um, that was a massive, massive day for them. And it's the sort of day where in the past, Lyndon, Everton would probably just roll over a, a pretty nifty 3-1 defeat. You know what I mean? We probably get one back in the last couple of minutes. Consolation, but it was it was different, wasn't it? And I think these last two games have felt different from the last twelve months. Say, I just think we're a better team than we looked for most of last season. I think we're a better team than even Ancelotti was prepared to admit or prepared to believe. I think there's a lot more belief among the players. You can see that again about how they want to get forward rather than just you know passing back all the time. Um, and I think there was a moment in the last 50, last 15 minutes where I thought, you know, they could get another one here, and then it's, you know, here we go, same old Everton. But I think on the whole, it was a it was a good performance. Um, I, I I think the defending for the second goal was pretty sloppy as well. I don't like Dean and Coleman kind of got in each other's way. 
Um, it's cracking finish. I mean, that Rafinha is a, is a really good player. Um, but yeah, on the whole, I, you know, you, you go away from home, like you say, first game back. I'd actually forgotten the fact that this was the first game, their home game with fans in the Premier League for, you know, a couple of decades. And it was huge. I mean, they were clearly up for it. Um, for some reason, still doing the your shit ah thing with the goalkeeper. I thought that had gone <laughs> But, they, you know, they were enjoying themselves. And away games are now real away games again now. You know, it's not like yeah. last season. I think anytime you can take a point away from home is a decent result, uh, particularly against a team as, as attacking as, as Leeds are. So, some, yeah, so some concerns in defence. Um, but I'm encouraged by the fact that we're just willing to have a go. You know, and, and we're, we have players capable of creating chances, scoring goals. Uh, and I think at times, particularly at home last season, there was just, we just didn't have the belief under Ancelotti. And so if this is how we're going to be going forward and we can make a couple of, um, you know, really positive moves in the market before the deadline, I think it, it could be a decent season. I think, I think Lyndon's made a really important point there about how different away games are going to be mm. this season with fans in and sort of the... That, that sensation of actually being under pressure and being smothered by the opposition and by, you know, the fans sort of putting pressure back on you. Because that, if you think back to last season, I'm not trying to rewrite right history or anything here because we were good at times away from home last season, but we didn't really play on the counter-attack away from home. We just played in bits and pieces away from home, got results, and then we did hang in by sitting deep and, and defending. And that's fine to do when you're in an empty stadium. But when you've got, you know, 40,000, 30,000, however many thousand people, you know, all over you and jeering every mistake you make and roaring on their lads to try and get something. It's completely different. And yeah. I think Everton, I think what was good, I think, today about the last 10 minutes is even though they had a lot of the ball and there was that sense of, of things building, it never really reached the point of we are hanging on massively here because... I think in grey, we had an outlet on the break. I think Townsend, when he came on, you know, that one where he drives through the middle, gets up the pitch, gave us an outlet. The core eight gave us an outlet as well. It's lads who can carry the ball up the, up the pitch and just let you have a big, deep breath as a team. And I don't think last season, even though we got by, when we were sort of, you know, asphyxiated by the, by the opposition, um, this time we were sort of able to just have little breaks in the game. And in the end, in the last, the last few minutes, it was actually us who had the better chances, wasn't it? You, know, you think about that Richardson shot that, that just goes wide, the core raised deflected shot that just goes wide. Keen, oh, Coleman's a, effort. Oh, yeah. Don't, I'm not, not going to even call that a chance. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, Keane's header as well, you know, which is, you know, we get something on it, the keeper makes a save from, you know. And we, we retained the threat throughout, and that, that that's positive. It wasn't just sort of existing in the, the you know, our own final third and trying to just head it and kick it away and, you know, get back into our shape, which worked last season, but it's probably less likely to work this season when you're in a ground that's that's full and there are 40,000 people baying for, for the mistake and baying for their team to score a goal. Yeah, it, it's going to be a completely different game this season, isn't it, to what we saw last season. That, that's a really good point about the last 15. Um, once they've equalised, which, as you said, Matt, it was just a very good goal from a very good player, but, Lyndon, I agree with you as well. I think uh, Dean and Coleman kind of got a bit mixed up. And I can't stand defenders. I know everyone does it because of the risk of handball, putting the hands behind the back when they're defending. It's it just it, it's another thing to think about when all your thoughts should be is closing that ball down. If you've got to think, right, I've got to get my hands behind my back, the milliseconds count in that situation. It just it just does me head in a bit. But anyway, um, yeah, I think I think to hang on and, and as you say, not just hang on in that last 15 minutes when they would have been well up for it. It's a point in the game as well, whereby Leeds, like, 
mad fitness that that team has got can come into its own again. It's another thing that we've had two good second half performances pretty much the last two weeks, um, which is probably testament to maybe getting the players a bit fitter um, because we've not had that for years. Linda, what do you reckon? Do you think we've do you think there is something in that that maybe we are just getting a bit fitter and we can we can manage games a bit better now because we're not going to be on the back foot in the second half like we have been? I hope so. I mean, it's obviously um, we've we'd have, we've had concerns about fitness over the last couple of seasons. Um, and yeah, the first, those, the first games of the season are always sort of trying to find your way in and, and get, you know, get your fitness back and get your sharpness back. Um, and I, I mean, looking at my notes, if after Leeds scored, I don't think they had a, 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 another chance. And so that's, um, you know, it's testament to, yeah, to fitness, to, to belief. Um, and yeah, so, you know, a point away from home. Yeah. Good result. Yeah. Dave, you back with us? I am back with the. Uh, just, uh, I've, had to, I've hopped on my phone. That's why there's no screen because uh, oh, right, it's okay. just completely crashed. So, a bit like Everton's back for today, really, to be honest. But... Oh, it's a bit. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what, Dave, I'll come to you on this then. What did yeah. you think of the, uh, the Bamford Nina scrap the whole game? Belter, wasn't it? Oh, I thought it was quite fun, wasn't it? It's a bit of a throwback. <laughs> I, I quite like Bamford and. And, and Mina, I think, just likes to have a laugh, doesn't he? As, as long as he's not causing any harm in terms of giving away giving away a penalty or yellow cards or anything like that, I think we're in the realm of of it being quite uh, quite friendly, really. And uh, yeah, it was a bit of fun. I thought it was nice. To, it, it was all game long as well, wasn't it? They were sort of bickering at each other and yeah. stuff like that. So as long as the ref wasn't doing anything crazy and blowing up and saying it's a pen and stuff, I'm all for that. That, but I tell you what, Les, I, I know you've, you'll have discussed this whilst I was away for a second, but. I tell you what, I'm really, really gutted that we didn't take three points from that game because I thought I thought at times Leeds were sitting ducks for us. And I thought at times the back four, particularly for their first equaliser, seemed to part like the Red Sea at times. Um, I've no idea what Michael Keane was doing for large parts of the game. I thought Mina was slightly better. You look at Luca Dean, seemed to lose his head quite a lot as well in that left-back slot. And then you've got Seamus Coleman trying to trying to put it in the top corner with his left foot from 30 yards. I mean, it was it just lacked that little bit of discipline because I think everyone else is pretty all right. Yeah. Um, I thought midfield was fine. Do you I, not I think that's going to happen I'm though, Dave? Sorry, sorry just, Mac, go on. Do you not think that's going to happen though just by people are back in stadiums again and there's going to be a bit of a rush and there's going to be that extra bit of adrenaline, isn't it? it might, I think it might take them a bit of time to sort of get used to that and we might see a, a bit more you know, I was watching Liverpool Burnley before and it was it was quite similar, you know, just 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 petulance all over the place. I think yeah. players are just getting a bit too revved up because there's there's fans back in. No, I I get that. And I think that, that that is that is a mitigating circumstance. I think you're right. But I, I was frustrated at the lack of discipline at times. Um particularly with the the back two for most of the game. Um particularly Keane as well. I mean that was quite frightening the way he's been um, and, and look, I think I've seen a lot of people on Twitter sort of talking about the fluctuation in his form as different seasons go by. It's there's never you can't ever point to like a block of like three or four seasons where he's been really good or he's been somebody you put in you can rely on. I, I thought he, he he was quite lucky, he got away with quite a bit today. I thought with with, with Keane, um, and and yeah, I think I think that that is right. I think when you look at how vociferous that crowd was at times, Ellen Road, it was a pretty daunting fixture for us, I think, being the first side that goes to Ellen Road with fans in the last 18 months, haven't played a Premier League game in front of a crowd yet, uh, with the exception of Man, Man United last week for the opening game. 
I think with all of that bundled into one, you do think that's a decent point. Because I thought I, I was impressed with a lot of the lads that they didn't fold in such a, a cauldron. Because that, I, I imagine, obviously, I don't think anything that we saw uh, on our screens won't have done the, the crowd and the atmosphere anywhere near anywhere justice for how, how big it would have been for a lot of these lads to overcome. And a lot of them passed it with flying colours. I, I will pay tribute to them for that reason. It's just there were glaringly obvious times in that game where I thought we can put this to bed. Havilt-Lewin has a great chance when we're 2 run up. Um, there are times when we attack and people have decided to take on you know, a 20-odd yard pot shot rather than sort of slide someone in. I thought Richarlison was quite disappointing as well. If you get a tick out of him today, I think Everton win that game comfortably. Um, so, yeah, I, I have a few regrets from that game. To come away four points in the first two games, I think is a, probably a little bit better than a lot of us thought would have happened so far this season, given that we've signed no one and, you know, it doesn't look like we're going to have any more players coming in towards the end of the window. I think I think if we're going to be critical, you can probably pin some of that on Calvert-Lewin because he probably should have scored one of those chances. Why he doesn't think it, Les? I have no idea why he doesn't think that. When when it gets played, yeah, Lewin said that before. I, I tell you something, Alex Iwobi was really good today. In 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 large parts of this game, I thought he was really good, and it, it is him who is he puts Calvert Lewin through. He puts it yeah. on a plate, yeah. and the way in which he plays it, when he first hits it, my my first inclination is, oh, he's he's hit that too hard. Calvert Lewin's going to be stretching, but because he does put like a, a quite heavily weighted pass which in the end, really, on the replay, it looked perfect to me because it makes his mind up for him. He's got no space to take on another touch. It's literally a one-touch finish that he needed to apply and he just didn't... He needed to dink it. He needed to put his foot over it uh, underneath the ball so it just goes over. And Melier, who's running out and trying to smother him. Um, but he, he hits it straight at him, doesn't he? I think that's where, you know, Don probably puts the, be- the game to bed if he pulls that off. He had a very yeah. similar chance against them in that fixture last season. They need to make a free one. Mm. He's more free on goal, that one. He, he hit it straight to the keeper in, in that one as well. But you know, that we, I think we all know that's that's the, the glaring area of his game he's got to improve, yeah. where the ball's in front of him and he's bearing down on the goalkeeper. You know, is he is he able to just be cold in those situations? Yeah, clinical. Where, 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 he's, where he's best is just getting on the end of things, isn't it? And I think that the first the first one is saved, isn't it? And I'm not really too... Because if it's a cross, flash the cross, forward go the near... Your forward, you go the near post, you just try and get anything on it, and he gets it on target. Didn't go yeah. in today, the keeper saved it. Last week against Southampton, keeper didn't save yeah. it, it went in. Um, but I think that other one where you've got a bit of time to pick your spot. And yeah. I see a lot of people saying he should have dinked it. Maybe he should have just wrapped his right foot around it, but... You know he's um he's he's still developing, isn't he? And that's that's that can be a cause for concern, obviously today, and we can be disappointed about it. But we can sit here and say if he gets that fifty percent better, then he's going to score a, a lot more goals. Um, just one one player I do want to mention before we wrap up. You know, ask people for man of the match, man of the match shouts there in the comments on YouTube. Um, if you've got any thoughts on that, just just leave us a message. Obviously, a lot of people are saying Damari Gray, but I thought the core was magnificent again today. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic and I think you know when we have pre-season conversations about lads who are going to be better in full stadiums you know I think talk about Richarlison um, and players of that ilk you know he's not really the sort of character that I thought would you know he's quite measured and quite seems quite calm and you just sort of feel like he'd get on with his business regardless yeah. but having people back in the stadium again just seems to give him an, an extra lift he was, he was second half again in particular today just drove us on time after time carrying the ball quick feet in midfield Obviously, plays a nice pass through to, to Gray for, for his goal as well. He's um, 
he started the season in great form, got a goal, got an assist, and um, yeah, been our, been our best player, I think, over the course of the first two games. Well, yeah. I, I, I was just going to say, I'd be, I'd be keen to get um, all your thoughts on Alan, to be honest, because to me, he was a little bit Jekyll and Hyde in the game. Um, you, you never get less than 100% from him, but I, I just wondered how you guys thought he performed today, because um, I thought if he if he matched the core a little bit, if he was able to sort of work a little bit better alongside the core. I, again, I think we go on and win the game quite comfortably. But uh, yeah, I mean, what, what did you guys think of him today? I think he is a bit Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think you rarely get a um, 100% performance from him, but you, you don't, you always get 100% commitment. Um, yeah. I like the way that he is driving forwards now. Whereas again, last season, he, he would just immediately turn backwards. Um, Decore is clearly reveling in being instructed to go box to box to support the attack. Uh, he wasn't doing that nearly enough, I think, over the second half of last season. Um, so I, I think I was, I was going to mention Decore as the standout player, and I think he was. Um, and yeah, I mean, Alan, he, he's, um, yeah, he's unpredictable, but um, he's a, he's a terrier, and I, and I like that about him. Yeah, and still no room for him, Tom Davis, as well, which, I mean, there's a little bit of a concern. I thought we'd have seen him a bit more over the first two games. It is for me. But yeah. I think he should play right back, but that's another story. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think going, going back to Alan, I think, um, as you say, I think as you say, I think he's going to be a Jekyll and Hyde player. I don't think you're ever going to get a nine out of ten from him. I think it's always going to be about a six because he's got a seven because he's going to do a lot of things right. But sometimes I just don't think he's got the legs to catch up with the game. Yeah. Sometimes he can get caught a little bit short, um, which is why if Gabamon is the player that we're hoping he is, after two years waiting for him to turn up, I think the decided him and um, the core in midfield is very exciting. Yeah. I think with, with um, Gabamon, he, he's potentially, he can do the same job as Alan, but he, he's bigger, stronger, hopefully fitter. Um, you know, he's got five years on him. So it, it, it's kind of like, I'm very excited to see that partnership, really. I don't, you know, I don't want to see Alan dropped for, for no reason, but I think if those two players are fit and Gabamon is the player we hope he is, I think that could be a really exciting partnership, though. I thought he was a bit better today than he was against Southampton. I mean, mm. it was it was a hard job today because we, you know, we had two in there against their three, and it's not just you know their three. You know, Phillips came back into the side; he's a really good player, and then the other two allowed to just you know, well, they're all they're energetic, aren't they? You just leg it round, and if you're a central midfield two playing up against that trio, it's going to be a, a hard game for you. And I thought I thought he was much better today, in fact, than he, than he was against Southampton. By by no means. Brilliant, but you know, tracked run as well, broke it up a little bit more on, on the edge of the box, seemed to use the ball a, a little bit better too. So um long term, I don't think you can play him in a in a two. I think he I think you know, I think we said since we signed him, he should be one of the one of the three and not the deepest of that three, really. But yeah, um I thought I thought he was better today in, in what was a, a tough a, a tough job to be fair. And you know, him playing better, I think, allowed the core to sort of do what he did in the second half as well. But um, sort of to keep an eye on, I think, over the course of the season. Yeah, and, and, you know, hopefully we have got options. As you said, Dave, you know, Tom Davis is kicking around doing nothing. We saw last season that he can do a job in that sort of six role. Uh, just to wrap up then, overall, overall, I think it was a it was a pretty decent performance, all, all told. You know, Leeds got spanked at Man United last season. They would have been stinging from that. That would have been part of the team talk, you know, let's not mess up again this week. First home game, the whole occasion and all that. I think to come out with a you know a pretty comfortable 
two-all draw because I don't really think we felt under threat too much in that game. So, you know, overall, looking at it quite objectively, it's disappointing that you get pegged back twice, but for me, two-all, four points from the first two. Second in the league, I'd take that. Lyndon, what do you reckon? Yeah, to- totally agree. Disappointed not to win. I think we had the chances. Uh, I think the defending was a little sloppy for both their goals. Um, but, you know, again, early days, um, take the point and um, try and uh, try and do better at Brighton next time out. Yeah, Dave? I I mean, do you know, I'm, I'm a little bit torn again. I think if it keeps saying Jekyll and Hyde, that, that, that's how I felt about all this so far. Um, it's, I just can't help that niggling feeling that we've, we've We've let them off the hook today um, against against Leeds. And, you know, four points in the first two games with a big handoff. I think all of us would probably say that right now, even even with the opposition that's a little bit more favourable than what it could have been um, in our first few. I've been impressed with how Benitez has set us up. I don't think he could have done more. Um, would have liked to have seen Moise Keane there just to mix things up and give them a little bit more of a problem towards the end of the game. Um I think I think the way in which we played as well, because we, we did keep it on the deck quite a lot, a lot more than I thought. There wasn't anywhere, I don't know if you guys agree, but there wasn't anywhere near as much as there was last week playing long balls all the time. There was a little bit more focused possession. There was a little bit more playing through the midfield. And that's where you're right, you, you rightly say about Decore, all of you, that's where he really shone because he was able to pick it up. He was able to turn. And I tell you what, I think the likes of Calvin Phillips, Harrison, all of those midfield players they had there will come off just blowing chunks after that game because he gave them the run around. And that, to me, is really, really promising. And I think I think we're in a good position. We're in a much better place than I thought we'd be in right now, not not only in terms of getting four points in the two games, but also the way in which they're playing. They seem to be reactive to Benitez and what he wants. And, and, and I'm pretty content with how we've started this season so far. Go away to Brighton next week. You know, I'd be disappointed if we don't do a number on them as well, and I'm much more confident than I thought I'd be. Mm. Yeah, yeah it's just been settling. I think that the first two games, like, yeah, you no, know, sort of went into that top half of the game thinking this season could become a bit of a catastrophe, and you know, it's still, it's still could. You know, I think you know this, this is Everton, obviously, and we have still got Benitez in charge, and all the things that we were dreading over the summer and worried about over the summer are still there. But I think, like Dave said, you know, the the players seem very, you know, willing to take on his methods. I think, like Linda said, we look more organised and just look like a more useful team. And I mean, the, the 20, 20 minutes after half time were really encouraging for me today. Just, just looked very sensible, very sure about what we were doing, very tactically switched on. And for a combination of our centre forward missing a couple of chances and them scoring a, a really good goal to get back in it. We, we've not come away with the three points. And, you know, I think when you go away from home and you get battered and you scab a draw, you know, we're sure we, if we'd been absolutely peppered today, we've had two shots on target to score two, we all would have been absolutely buzzing. I would have been like, oh, you know, you know, smash and grab, great that, get away from that, um, all would have been made up. And because we've, we've been ahead twice, we've missed chances, we're all a little bit gutted. But I think in the long term, you want to be where we are now, really, than that sort of smash and grab. And I think to, to come away from that game and say, we probably should have won it, really. As um, it's it's not a bad place to be, and four points after two games is 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 absolutely fine. So, yeah, um, suppose have to wait and see what happens at, at Brighton now, and you know, I'm sure I'm sure if we lose there, we'll be plunged into crisis. <laughs> well, that's it. it. It's only ever one game at a time, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I think I think the main thing for me is you've had two good second half performances there. Sorry, Dave, going to say something? Then? 
I was going to say how how good and how how much pleasure did it take from uh, Calvert Lewin's celebration. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, but when when he scores, it, it's a proper piss boiling Jamie Vardy type of celebration, isn't it? And I'm here for that. I love all that. I love the way he just grabbed the back of his shirt, showed it off to the crowd. He's, he's obviously a Yorkshire lad, isn't he? He'll have loved sticking it to him then in in, in that moment. And there's a there's an hilarious. And I'll send it all to you after this. I don't know if anybody else has seen it. I'll put it on my Twitter as well if anyone wants to check it out. But there's a really one of the funniest photos I've ever seen. There's Calvert Lewin sort of pinching the back of his top as to show his back to the crowd. And there's this little old lady putting the finger up at him. And it's just, <laughs> it is absolutely priceless. And I think it's brilliant. And it was just like, you know, I, I've, been, I've been in awe of, of fans being back at stadiums and. I was concerned about today. I thought that we might have been overawed by it, but in the end, I was really impressed. It's a really good point we've got. We probably should have got more. Again, I'd bit your hand off if you told me I'd be feeling this way after the game. So, um, yeah, it, it was just it was just lovely to have a genuine away game. Do you know what I mean? Where you're celebrating, and it would have been just outstanding to be in that end, went celebrating an away goal. Um, you know, you sort of cherish those moments, and I think we 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 did a decent account of ourselves today. So. I'm much more upbeat than I thought it'd be about this season. Yeah, same. And dare I say that was one for the neutral today. It was, it was a cracking game. <laughs> it was a really good game. Um, but yeah, you know, plus side, we've got four points out of two games and Leeds fans aren't happy tonight. Because they'll, they'll be they'll, they'll be pissed off about a lot of that game. But yeah, all good from me. Um, yeah, that's all for this uh, post-match reaction. Uh, we'll be back in the week with the usual sub-weekly, weekly mailbag, kickabout, all that usual stuff. Huddersfield as well. We've got about oh, Huddersfield. Huddersfield on Tuesday. Yeah, me and Dave oh, yeah. and Mosey are at that. So you're all going to that. Yeah. Yeah. So I can. Do you know what? I completely forgot because I've not got tickets for it. Uh, and that 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 League Cup, that League Cup round two, is it two? Yeah. There's, you you hate the League Cup, don't you? Anyway, that's that's always my game. <laughs> round two. Ah, but if anyone has got a ticket, get in that touch. Was all, that was always my choice of a way day. get in touch with us if you've got a spare ticket, and we'll get yeah. we'll get Les to Huddersfield for, for his game. I appreciate it. That would be smashing. But yeah, we'll have, we'll, we'll have to build up to Huddersfield and then we'll do all that afterwards the weekly. Uh, thanks for watching and uh, we'll see you soon. Up the toffees. Have a good weekend. In the heat of the moment, you're not just keeping it calm, you're keeping it cool too. With an ice cold cold brew. And not just any cold brew, but one that's slow steeped and mixed with brown sugar and molasses flavour. With a cold foam infused with brown sugar coolness and a cinnamon sugar sprinkle on top. That's keeping it calm, cool, and cold brewed. With Dunkin's new brown sugar cream cold brew, America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.